whether you're here in the building or there online. And uh, if you're at home and you're nice and warm wherever you are, we greet you. So glad that you're here with us as we celebrate the birth of Christ. We'll celebrate together in song and the reading of scripture and take communion together. So if you haven't already at home gotten your communion elements ready, you could do so uh, now. Get some anything you'd like. Maybe you've got some cinnamon rolls in the kitchen or something this morning. That'll work. Uh, and for all of us that are here in the room today and you haven't gotten your uh, communion elements, you can do that at the back as well, or there's some at the front too. But we greet you, we say Merry Christmas, and how grateful we are to have you with us. Uh, and so if you are uh, either online or you're in person today, uh, online you'll see the QR code uh, on our website, and if you click on that, you can get all the information of things that are coming in the next few weeks. And for our friends that are here in person, you'll see them uh, right on the table. And also you can take a picture uh, of the QR code there right on the screen. And, and that'll give you all the information that's going on. And then it'll also take you to, if this is your first time here, whether online or in the room, uh, it'll take you to our Next Steps information form where if you take a minute or two, fill that out, get it to us. And that way we can, uh, we can know how we can best serve you and how we can uh, get you the things that you need to know about Crossroads Church. And we say Merry Christmas to you. Well, and we have a great um, retreat coming up in January, and it is on relationships with your personality style. So if you've ever wondered how you can do some work around relationships, uh, you can discover how it is God has made you in God's own image and how you might be able to maybe uh, celebrate someone else's inherent greatness and your own and relationships get better when Christ is in the center and we actually are loving God and neighbor as we love ourselves so that is on what day Don do you see a date uh, it is on January 21st excellent at 9 30 to 12 30 beautiful well it always helps to put your glasses on and then you'll you'll know so welcome everyone, and um, this is our Christmas Day service. Really grateful for those of you who drove, and you braved the weather, and you made it out. We got several cancellations this morning from readers and singers, and, um, and we just say, stay home, everybody. We have a family member who was headed to the Celtics game in Boston, and they got a flat tire and were on the turnpike with a flat tire and uh, had to stay in some city in Pennsylvania nobody's ever heard of in a hotel that you should never stay at. And, uh, and so they're going to have great Christmas stories. They, <laughs> they're going to have great Christmas stories. So now, mind you, I'm the kind of person that says stay home. Like, stay in your pajamas. Do not you know, do not travel, do not, you know, don't take a chance. And uh, then there are other adventurous types. Who, who are the adventurous types in here? You just kind of go, we live in Michigan. Hello, everybody. This is not Florida. We can drive in the snow. And, um, and yet, you know, some people should never drive in the snow. I would be one of those. Yeah. So why don't we stand together and pray? We, um, we're, we're really grateful, all of you that are home in your pajamas today and all of us that are in the room. Um, I love it that Velvet and Vic thought we were having coffee this morning and Charles and Jill said, no, we weren't doing coffee. And I'm like, 
thank you. It's a Christmas miracle. So there is coffee in the back of the room. For those of you who are here, feel free to fill up. And, uh, and let's just allow ourselves to be um, in the living room of God celebrating that we have a Savior and, um, and that Christ the Lord is uh, born a baby and lived a sinless life and offered to us the way of salvation. And so this morning, let's sing together. and Dr. Luke from chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Now at this time, Caesar Augustus issued a decree for a census of the whole world to be taken. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his or her own town to be registered. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee and traveled up to Judea to the town of David called Bethlehem, since he was of David's house and line, in order to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. And this morning, as we light the Advent candle, McKenna, would you light our candles for us today? We're right up here. We, um, our little Advent candle person has been snowed in, and so we love that we can call on people like McKenna and say, how would you do with those matches? And she'll be just fine. Lighting the candles for the first four weeks of Advent as we practice waiting 
we practiced longing, we practiced our faith, our joy, our hope, we practiced, yeah, we practiced all of the ways that through tradition we stay with the Christmas story and we allow each of the main characters in Christmas to teach us. But today we light the Christ candle. And this is the day that we celebrate that Christ has come and that Christ will come again. But before we see you again face to face, Jesus, we behold the story of you in the manger, wrapped in cloths. A refugee baby born to a single mother with no room, no room, no guest room, no room in the inn, and laid in a manger just the way you wanted it so that each of us would know that we're welcome and wanted that there are no outsiders to this story. Last week in kids' church, one of the children said about Miles, there's the real baby Jesus. <laughs> and so we welcome Miles for this Christmas reading. Luke 2, 8 through 14. In the countryside close by, there were shepherds who lived in the fields and took in turns to watch their flocks during the night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel there with a great throng of the heavenly host, praising God and singing, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace to all who enjoy God's favor. So this is one of our Christmas traditions that we actually share Christmas light. And so if you all have a candle, if you don't, just kind of slip your hand up and someone will bring one to you. Or you can go to the back and, and get a candle. But this is our tradition that we call sharing the light. Uh, 
because Christ came as the light of the world, and then Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And, you know, that's hard to believe some days on a Tuesday, that we might be the light of the world. But indeed, this is the plan of God, that you and I be the light in the midst of a dark world. And so as we're passing the light to one another, we're actually acknowledging the light in the person who has given it to us. And we're acknowledging the light in our own lives. So if you came with someone, I just would love for you to look at them through the light and see this reality. Sometimes we need to know that someone sees the light in us. We need to know that we are bearers of the light. Can you just take that in for a moment? And, you know, this candle is a candle, but it is a representation of the truth about you and me, is that we are the light of the world, friends. Yes, we are a city set on a hill. And that there is a promise that if we would so let our light shine before all people, people would know our God in heaven and glorify God. Sometimes it's hard for people to say glory to God in the highest and God's favor be upon you, but I think we should get used to it. I think we should get used to the reality that we are bringing glory to God and that we can say glory to God in the highest. Can you say it with me? Glory to God in the highest? Yeah. And the glory of God lives in you. So we have some new friends who need their light shared. Beautiful. And so again, can we just say glory to God in the highest? Yeah. And God's favor is with me. Noel together, knowing that there is this beautiful reality of 
one day someone told you about Christ. And that was a no out. I want you to think of the people who have told you about the coming of Christ, told you about God's love for you, and just realize that they passed the light to you. So maybe you even want to say their name out loud. Jeff, Tony. Did you say the same name? I thought so. Yeah. There was somebody that shared the light of Christ the first time that the first Noel on that Christmas day was to be repeated over and over and over again. together, friends. 
for all the people that are on our hearts and in our world that need the light of God. And as Scott and I lead you in these prayers, we invite you to respond where all of the places say all. Hear our prayer. Receive our prayer. Let our cry come to you. For we, like Joseph and Mary, are looking for our true home in you. We give thanks for family and friends, for food and shelter, for health, and for the one true gift, which is your presence among us and within us. We pray for those who mourn, for those who are in sickness or in pain, for those who do not know how to pray. We pray for those willing to take courageous stands, those willing to be your hands and feet in the hard work of peace. For those who inflict violence on others and for those who suffer, under hatred and oppression. And we pray for leaders that they may find uncommon wisdom and exceptional grace. Holy One, loving One, incarnate One, we bring now our prayers of thanksgiving and praise. Our cries of joy and gladness, petition and intercession, aloud or in the silence of our hearts. Holy One, Loving One, Incarnate One, connect us to yourself. Join us with each other and all the world you made. Permeate us with your spirit that we may live as your image, the body of Christ. God, you are with us and live through us. And now let's just take a space to lift up prayers are most emerging in our hearts, our minds, our spirits for those different things that are going on in our life and our world. Lord, you are merciful. And you hear our prayers. Amen. We're going to invite you to bring your candles up. And as you place your candle, you might want to say the name or the people that you're holding before God, the places in the world. And know that this is what we call a body prayer, where you actually bring your body somewhere. You get out of your seat you say, just by walking up, I'm asking God to do what only God can do, because it is not within my power, but it is within God's power. So we invite you to come.
this is the mystery of our faith. person of Christ. And with Christ, all things can be made new. All things can be born again. All people can come alive the reality of Christ. And so hold the person that is hardest for you to imagine receiving the gift of Christ's love and hold them in God's loving presence. You can be seated. So it's remarkable when you read through the Christmas account, the Christmas story, and you consider all of the different people and the different things going on, like we read here in the book of Luke about a census happening, um, and there had to be traveling to be accounted for which I'm sure was pretty inconvenient for a young couple that didn't have much resource, but we still do census today. Uh, it's just a lot more convenient the way that we do those things. We don't make people travel to different lands to be accounted for, but we're still doing the same kind of stuff. Governments are still making rulings and asking for things that sometimes seem inconvenient. Uh, they were traveling by camels or mules or donkeys, we're traveling on airplanes and uh, we're getting in cars, but we still get flat tires, as Claire said, things happen. Um, we're much more resourced now than this group of people was, right? A couple thousand years later, humanity's much more resourced, but the question is still the same and the story's still the same is there's people in the story that respond to God coming to earth and there's people that don't respond or respond in a way that's not a healthy response. And after a couple of thousand years and if the world's still around in a couple of thousand years, I think the story's going to be similar. It'll be a better resourced world, but the, the issues and aches of humanity are still going to be there. And there's still going to be an invitation from God to meet God in the place of incarnation. God comes as a baby, fully vulnerable, still at the same time fully powerful. And communicates to us that God is here for each and every one of us, but it requires a response. Will we respond like Mary or Joseph? Will we respond like the shepherds? Or will we respond like, in this part of the story, respond like uh, government rulers or people that are afraid of losing their power, so they literally 
get angry about what God is trying to do on the earth. So the invitation, I think, is so clear. I mean, I just absolutely, it's so fresh and so new every time. I read these first couple of chapters of Luke and read the parts of Scripture in Matthew about Jesus coming to the earth um, is that we all fit into this story, and the invitation is will we, which way will we respond to the story. So the invitation I want to give everybody today on this Christmas is just open, let's open our hearts in a greater way to God coming into our lives, not just 2,000 years ago, but on this day, and accept that invitation in a new and fresh way. And also to accept the invitation to believe that other people are invited into the story. That there, you know, there is real intentionality around the fact that Jesus is born as a brown-skinned refugee under the oppressive Roman rule. Don't think for a minute that it's an accident that Mary is single when she's going to give birth to this baby. Don't think for a minute that any of the parts of the story that normally we would say, well, those people really aren't a part of the story. That we would say, well, yeah, everybody but that group. And yet here it is, Jesus on purpose chose people that you might not choose, that I might not choose. And so, you know, that was then. And as Scott said, the same thing is happening now. Who are the people that you wouldn't choose today? Who are the people that you think might be outside the story of the miracle of Christmas? Who do you think wouldn't be included in the genealogy? Now, there's a whole cast of characters if you want to go through that story of how Jesus came. Jesus had really weird relatives. (laughs) And you might be visiting some of them today. And just remember, those are Jesus' weird relatives, too. And so I love that because then that means that my relatives, including me, are included in this story of the people that Jesus wants to incarnate, wants to become alive, wants to inhabit, right? And so what it does is it it just dismisses all of our prejudices and says, yeah, all the people that you think are on the outside, they are not. And so we invite you today to think about if there is really a message called joy to the world, what does that look like? When God chose to become God's own self in the form of a vulnerable baby that you might just pass by, right? Refugee having to cross borders and get to places. Oh yeah, come on everybody, I I want us to think about it. Right here, right now, Jesus in 2022 is coming in all kinds of places we don't expect. And to all the people that we would say that over the earth there was great darkness, but light has come. And so with that, I want to say that makes me really joyful because that means I'm included. That means the people that I'm having the hardest time with are included. That means that you're included. So let's stand together. Not that you're the hardest people. I mean, you might be. I don't know. (laughs) But what I do know is that there is joy that is here right now. And, you know, we did put a babe in the manger. 
manger has been empty all through Advent. Now we have a little baby in the manger, but we want you to know it's symbolic of the reality of Christ who is alive on the inside of us. And so Jesus does not have to come again, everyone, in the form of a baby. He comes in the form of you. So are you the hands and the feet today for someone who is mourning, that needs your touch? Are you the hands and the feet of someone with COVID? You know, we, we got the pleasure of uh, being a part of a, a drop-off for COVID folks last night who all, their whole family has COVID and can't go to the grocery store. So are you the hands and the feet for someone whose whole family can't go to the store? Are you, are you the joy that's waiting for someone who is completely feeling alone in the world? Do you have the hands and feet? I know you do. I, I talked to someone in the room today. They're going to go lay down with their mom in bed because she's not getting up today. So they're just going to go crawl in and lay next to their mother, right? Come on. You, you have a way to bring the joy of Christ. And you know what's you know what happens sometimes? You might not be feeling super joyful, but if you go bring some joy, you're going to find it, it gets uh, what's that math term? Multiplied. <laughs> <laughs> it could actually show up exponentially. Like there might be something that happens that shocks you that you need. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever prayed for someone else and God touched you? Have you ever brought your voice of care and concern and then all of a sudden you thought, hey, it's true what I'm saying. God is able. God is with us. God cares. And God is the miraculous, powerful God who came in vulnerability. So wherever vulnerability exists today, friends, go bring the power. Go bring the power wherever vulnerability, because they dwell together, vulnerability and power. And then let's just see what God could do. Amen? Amen. Amen. So together, we're going to sing this great song. It's for the whole world. And sing it over whatever part of your life or person or place you think can't have it. It's to the world. Here we go. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let Put your hands together on that or, you know, snap a little bit. Yeah. 
the wonders of God's love. And so we just want to say to you before we bless you, before we send you off, you're welcome to come and, and participate in the offering. You're welcome to come be a part. And, uh, and we're going to uh, just, there's baskets in the front or you can give online. Feel free to do that. And, um, and we just want to say, as we're participating in um, the leaving, the blessing, the leaving, the offering, all of that, we want to say that um, you're taking yourself out into the go tell it on the mountain kind of world. Go tell it on Michigan Avenue. Go tell it in Albion. Go tell it in Homer. Go tell it in Olivet. Go tell it in Coldwater. Go tell it in Indiana. You guys win for the farthest drive, by the way. <laughs> and, and let's just go ahead and bring this, this message of the gospel. And uh, so we'll sing Go Tell It on the Mountain first, then we'll, and as we bring our offering, and then Charles and Jill will bless us. Now begin with that verse. That really cool verse. When I was a seeker, I sought both the night and day. I sought the Lord to help me, and he showed me the resurrection. 
resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have faith in God. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no one, evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Respond to the call of faithfulness. I want to read that again. Respond to the call to faithfulness. Love and serve God. Rejoice in the power of the Holy Spirit. Share the good news of Jesus in word and in action. Always be ready for the second coming of Christ. Amen. God bless you guys. Have an awesome day. Merry Christmas. We love you. Yes. And Sean, we have cookies behind the kiosk back there. There are cookies on your way out. Made some by some phenomenal humans right here at Crossroads. Sean, it's the kiosk in the, in the oh, lobby. Oh, yeah, in the lobby. Yep. Here we go. Tell it on the Christmas, everyone. Bless you.